Welcome to Knowing Him. This is Steve Danielson. And this is Angie Danielson. Join us each week as we explore the hymns of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and share our feelings, insights, and reflections about how each one brings us closer to Jesus Christ. Enjoy your favorites and find some undiscovered gems in our journey to knowing Him. Welcome, friends, to today's episode of Knowing Him. I'm your host, Steve Danielson, and here with me is my kind and dear co-host, Angie. Hi. Angie, I'm curious. Do you always look through the hymn and think, what is Steve going to say about me this week? Actually, I don't. (laughs) So, uh, Angie, I think today we'll be talking about a hymn that is dear to almost all members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, hymn 301, I Am a Child of God. So I read a little bit about this hymn this week, but I purposely didn't go too deep, so you can delight and surprise me. I will. (laughs) Uh, But before we begin, I believe that you have a quick thought to add about last week's episode. Yeah, I do. So I'd been thinking a lot about, so the last several songs that we've done have talked about pioneers, and um, either the song was about pioneers, like Come Come You Saints, or the person who wrote the song was, Mm -hmm. you know, involved in the... um, trek across the plains um but i remember last week i i kind of made a comment about how the saints were like cheerful and singing come come you saints all the time which i think they did but i also didn't want to discredit the fact that there was a lot of suffering and heartache and i've just i've been reading this book called remember and it's about the william martin hancock company and it was written by the Riverton, Wyoming stake um, after the the second rescue of the, the Hancart Pioneers. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. Mm-hmm. But basically, Pre- President Hinckley, who was one of our prophets um, in the 1990s, um, said that to- the people to- told the people that he wanted them to to rescue these handcart pioneers a second time meaning they needed their temple work done and so the people in that stake gathered all the information to be able to do their temple work and in this book it's got all of their all of the the journals writings and Mm. of people that were on those treks and i've been reading that and there was a lot of people that became really despondent i mean they were starving to death and it was wasn't a joke. They weren't just all happy all the time. Right. Um, but as but they there were these moments and the and people in the group that would try to inspire everyone else to keep going, and not give up hope and to, um, you know, songs were a way to bring that hope, and um, it reminded me of um, Viktor Frankl who was in a concentration camp and he noticed that the people that um, were doing the best in the concentration camp were the people that were giving to others and doing good for others and going around and helping those in need instead of thinking about themselves. And um, he said, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. And I feel like that's what the pioneers did, you know. Yeah. So many of them helped those that just felt like giving up, and um, and they were able to help a lot of most most of the people made it yeah. to the valley. There were 
a lot that died, but most of them made it. Yeah. yeah. You know, thinking back, you, it's one of those questions. If you put yourself in their shoes, would you be one of those that were, was helping other people feel better and to cheer people up? It's hard to know. I know. It's hard it's... to know. I'd like to think I would as a, you know, as an entertainer and singer. I'd, I'd hope I'd be among the group to, to help cheer people up. But I also know I get very tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> as I am right now. <laughs> all right. Well, with all that being said, what can you tell us today about I am a child of God? So this is definitely one of the most beloved hymns of the church. And um, I wanted to start out first by talking about, I'm going to start with the composer of the, the music, and then we'll talk about... Um, the, the woman who wrote the words. Um, so the composer was Mildred Tanner Pettit, and she was born in 1895 in Payson, Utah, and she died in 1977 in Cal- Pasadena, California. Um, she her, her parents were pretty prominent in Utah. Um, her father was the first city judge in Salt Lake City, mm. And her mom was the first woman to serve on the Utah State Legislature. So I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. And also the first state PTA president. (laughs) And I guess that went on in her blood because when she moved to California, she served on the PTA and even in 1942 wrote a 50th anniversary pageant called Golden Jubilee for the PTA. Oh, there you go. They had 1,200 kids that participated in it. Yeah. (laughs) Like that is an undertaking. (laughs) Yeah, Angie is actually the PTA president for our kids' elementary school right now. Yeah. She feels a a little bit of that, but not 1,200 kids' worth. (laughs) Um, So she was on the general primary board in 1932, and I'm not sure how long, because it also said she kind of moved around the United States, so I don't know if she was still on the board while she was moving around or um, just the few years she was in, in Utah. But she published over 50 songs and four operettas. And a lot of her songs were written um, for children while she was on the board. Mm -hmm. And um, she also wrote programs for the children, I'm assuming, like for performances or something. Um, But in 1934, she moved to Philadelphia to study music at the Zekwer Han Institute. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that. I don't know if I'm saying that right. (laughs) And then she moved to California in 1935 or 36. Different different websites said different things, but um, around that time. So, yeah, I'm not sure if she was still on the board during that time. Um, other hymns that she wrote in our hymn book, she wrote The Light Divine um, and in the children's songbook. So on... On Mormon Wiki, it said that she wrote reverently, quietly, but when I looked in the children's songbook, she's not attributed to that song in there. Hmm. So maybe they got a mistake. (laughs) Or a different reverently, quietly, or do they put the page number in there as well, or... No, but that's the only song in there called Reverently Quietly. So Yeah, I'm just I wondering if there was an older song also with the same title. Could be, I don't know. But in our current children's songbook, she did write, Father, I Will Be Reverent. And Mother Dear, like, Mother Dear, I love you so. But she wrote just the tune to that, not the words. And then Beauty Everywhere, which is one that we don't often sing, but it's about nature. Um, And 
a fun little note from uh, my family history. She wrote, my grandmother dear has a garden, <laughs> which was one of my mom's favorite songs and was in one of the old children's songbooks from like 1950 or something. Um, and um, my mom had it sung at my grandma's funeral. And then um, our, my mom's grandkids, so our kids and their their cousins sang it at my mom's funeral. Yeah, that was the first I had ever heard of the song was at your mom's funeral. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I have no idea what the song is. <laughs> I've become more familiar with it over the past couple of years. Yeah, so uh, that's a song that we sang often in our family because my mom loved it so much. <laughs> um, so let's talk about our... Um, what do you call it? <laughs> Author, Author, lyricist. Author, lyricist. Yeah. Um, Naomi Randall. Yep. Naomi Harriet Ward Randall. So Naomi Randall was born October 5th, 1908 in North Ogden, Utah. Um, she lived till 2001 and died in California living with her daughter. Um, she grew up on a dairy farm and cattle farm. Um and she was also on the general primary board for 27 years. Wow. So a long time. Um, she served as the first counselor in the general primary presidency during those 27 years from 1970 to 1974. Um, and with that calling, she traveled all over the world teaching children and, and leaders of children. Um, she also was a contributor to the Children's Friend magazine. As an author? or Yeah. So first she was on the editorial board, and she wrote children's songs that went in the, the Friend. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's songs in there, and um, not all of them are ones that we end up singing, you know, in primary or, or get put in the song book. So a lot of them were ones I didn't recognize the name of. <laughs> um, but she also helped write lesson manuals for... For the church, I'm sure primary manuals. Yeah. Um, and then she, um, for the children's friend, she wrote Bible picture stories. So I'm assuming kind of like today in our, the friend is a magazine for kids. And um, sometimes they have like Bible stories in there. It's kind of looks like a cartoon type of thing, you know, yeah. with like different frames. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I think that's kind of what she did. Um, and she... She wrote a little series, so I wrote this down. It, this I found a lot of information about her in, from her obituary that I found online. Hmm. It was it was it's really a good. Good place to look. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> um, but it said her children's picture story series ran for 13 years about a boy Barnaby Bumbleberry and his dog Blinker. So, Barnaby Bumbleberry yeah. and Blinker. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so I'm assuming that was a different one than the bible picture stories <laughs> but, <laughs> i'm assuming so barnaby went back in time and maybe, maybe. <laughs> i don't know All we'd right. have to There's look up david old... and goliath over there barnaby <laughs> we'd have to look up old children's friends <laughs> from the 70s and see <laughs> um but yeah i thought that was cute <laughs> she had this little series and it was for 13 years so it was running in there for a while yeah. <laughs> um Another interesting fact about Naomi Randall is that she chaired the c- committee that created the CTR ring. Hmm. So in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you want to tell us what the CTR ring is? So CTR stands for Choose the Right. 
Um, and in primary, there's a CTR class, and you are taught, you know, it's part of primary. You're learning how to choose the right and how to be good. And so they give you a, a ring to wear as a reminder of choosing the right. Uh, and there's a, a little shield on it with CTR in the middle so that you can always remember when you look down at your hands to choose the right and not the wrong. You know, I used to wear one. I haven't had one for quite a while, but I'd have friends in high school ask me, what that, what does that mean? I say, choose the right. And I, why can't you choose the left? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Choose the right as in not the wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, follow, okay, that makes more Jesus. sense. <laughs> it's kind of like the the version, our version of what would Jesus do, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I thought it was neat that she, she chaired that committee to, to create that. I bet they looked through uh, hundreds of designs. That were <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, in 1998, um, she was awarded the presidential citation by BYU President Merrill J. Bateman for her lifelong service to children of the church. Mm. Um, and other hymns written by Naomi Randall are When Faith Endures, which is in our current hymn book, and in the children's songbook, I Want to Live the Gospel. It's not yeah. one of her hymns. So, um, so let's talk about I Am a Child of God. Yes, let's. So this song was an answer to a prayer after Sister Randall was assigned to write a new song for a primary general conference. So I guess back in the 1950s, they had primary general conferences. Um, I know they've done general conference in lots of different ways, and they were having ones just for the, for the primary children, a mm. session, I guess. And they wanted a song that conveyed children's relationship to God hmm. um, and so they asked her to write to write words to a song and I'm going to read the story from our Latter-day hymns of um, how that went about so these are the words of, of Naomi Randall she said that evening I got down on my knees and prayed aloud pleading that our Heavenly Father would let me know the right words Around 2 a.m., I awakened and began to think again about the song. Words came to my mind. I immediately got up and began to write the words down and they, as they had come to me. Three verses and a chorus were soon formed. I gratefully surveyed the work, drank of the message of the words, and returned to my bedroom where I knelt before my Father in Heaven to say thank you. So I thought that was really neat because... These words are so powerful, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but like that it was actually inspiration from, no. from Heavenly Father. And yeah, and you can feel the spirit of the words as you read them or sing them. This is, this is definitely an important song. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if you could read the text of mm -hmm. the hymn. I am a child of God, and he has sent me here, has given me an earthly home with parents kind and dear. I am a child of God, and so my needs are great. Help me to understand his words before it grows too late. I am a child of God. Rich blessings are in store. If I but learn to do his will, I'll live with him once more. Lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. Teach me all that I must do to live with him someday beautiful um so 
I want to ask you, how has I Am a Child of God had an effect on your life? Well, I mean, just the just the title alone. I mean, this is an answer to one of the you know, age-old questions. You know, where do I come from? Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? You know, this is about our relationship with Heavenly Father, and it answers the question, who am I? I am a child of a Heavenly Father that loves me, that is interested in me, that has sent me to earth, to a family that can help and guide and support me, and I can guide and support and help them as we go through this mortal journey together. And I love this perspective of a child sort of talking to their parent, lead me, guide me, walk beside me, which in primary, you're talking about your parents, but even as adults, as we sing this, we can talk to our Heavenly Father and say, lead me, guide me, and help me find my way to return back to you. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's a wonderful message that I think more people in the world need. Yeah, I think that the world would be a lot better place if everybody knew that they were a child of God. Really yeah. felt that. You, know, you and I were having this conversation the other night. I was, <laughs> I was asking, what am I? You know, <laughs> am I a conductor? Am I a composer? Am I a podcaster? And I was going through all these things, and you said. Well, one of the most important things you are is a child of God. And I said, well, yeah, yeah, I know that. I am I know who I am. I want to know what I am. So those are two different things. You know, what we are, that's, a, that's sort of our temporary thing that while we're here on earth. Who we are, I think, is our eternal thing. It's our eternal nature. We are forever. We are forever children of our Heavenly Father. And... That is never going to change. Even if I change careers five more times in my life, it will never change that I am a child of God. Yeah. It's wonderful, simple truths that even a child can understand in this hymn. And Mm -hmm. I think the simplicity of it is what makes it so powerful. Um, This hymn has been translated into hundreds of languages. On one site, it said 90. In this book here, I think, no, I don't know if it was in this book or somewhere else. It said, oh, I think it was in the obituary. It said 140 languages. So it's every single time the church um, opens up in a different country, this is pretty much the first song that's translated into that language. And so um, it's the first song that people learn as members of the church in whatever language they, they speak. Um, and I know that, you know, when you – when when BYU groups, like singing groups, travel around or the Tabernacle Choir, it seems like they always end with this song. And it's because it brings a spirit so powerfully yeah. into the room that people that aren't members of the church can feel that spirit. And it's powerful. Um, and I think it's because it speaks truth, you know, about who we are in our relationship to God. I wanted to read this little story. Um, I believe this was from the obituary um, of Naomi Randall, but it says many individuals have expressed the deep personal meaning of this, this song in their lives. One example is a returned prisoner of the Vietnam war who cited that his repeated recitation um, of the words to this song was the comforting influence that sustained him during more than two years in captivity. 
The song inspires children and adults to know their Father in heaven and to help them understand their own divine nature as children of God. The message helps them make plans to live a good life that will help them to return to his presence for the eternities. I thought that was really good. You know, this this guy that was a prisoner of war was able to sing this song over and over again to help him through that difficult experience. I know that for me, I am a child of God is my go-to song when I'm angry, when I have a bad thought come to my mind that I want to get out of my head. But like, there's so many different times when this song has helped me. And this is always the first song that comes to my mind to <laughs> sing. And to, and like this guy here is a comforting influence. Yeah. So, um, so just as a, some information about um, I'm a Child of God. It was written in 1957, but first published in the 1969 Sing With Me children's songbook, um, which was the previous children's songbook from the one we have. The old orange book. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1978, a fourth verse was written, but it was not published in the 1985 hymnal, but it is in the children's songbook. And sometimes we sing it and sometimes we don't. Because <laughs> it's kind of down on how at much the time bottom. there is. <laughs> <laughs> so kids don't often really know this verse because it's, it's kind of down at the bottom instead of like it's in, not in with the, in other, with verses. the other verses. But I'm going to read it here. It's, I am a child of God. His promises are sure. Celestial glory shall be mine if I can but endure. So it's beautiful as well. And you said that was written when? In 1978, so it was written later. Yeah. And I know in the children's songbook as well, there's a little, like, descant. Descant, yeah. Yeah, that goes along with the third verse, usually. Um, So a funny little story about this is about Spencer W. Kimball. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to tell us that story? (laughs) Sure. So the, the way the words were originally, there was one word different. So instead of teach me all that I must do, it was teach me all that I must know. And Spencer W. Kimball listened to the, to the song in the in performance, uh, and he was talking with uh, Naomi Randall afterwards and said, I loved the song, I thought it was great, but could we make one small change, change no to do to emphasize the discipleship of Christ is in doing, in being, doing the things that uh, that Christ did. So teach me all that I must do. And she was happy to make the change. If, if Spencer W. Kimball asked me to change a word in the song, I'd say, yes, yes, I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, change it to, to do. And after that, uh, he would say, uh, Naomi Randall wrote a beautiful song and I wrote one word. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I, I liked what it said here um, about this. So um, I like what she said about President Kimball um, when he said this. And it says, um, I wondered why I didn't include that thought so like, teach me all that I must do instead of no. She said, I wondered why I didn't include that thought at the time the lyrics were first written. But as time went on, I came to feel very sincerely that this was the way the Lord wanted the song to evolve. 
because it became a teaching moment for members all over the church and impressed upon their minds that knowing the gospel is not all that is required. It is the day by day doing the Lord's will and keeping the commandments that help us reach our eternal goal. So I liked that. She thought she wasn't upset by it. She was like, oh, this is a teaching moment for Mm. everybody because everybody was singing it. Teach me all that I must know. And then they had to change that. And everybody kind of learned that's what the Lord wants us to do is to do, do his will and keep the commandments and not just know about it. So thought that was really good. Yeah. And I know, um, Elder Oaks, President Oaks, has recently suggested that even changing do to be, teach me all that I must be to live with him someday. Um, Again, sort of stressing again, being like Christ. Becoming. Becoming like him. Whether or not we'll see that change, I don't know. But Uh. (laughs) it's another teaching moment. You know, what, what else can we learn from the song? It would be interesting, maybe like progressively change it throughout each verse like in the last <laughs> yeah maybe the first verse you say no and then do and then be <laughs> that would be cool anyway that's all i have about i'm a child of god did you have anything else well it's funny. i was trying to do a quick search here um about stories about the young ambassadors singing it in uh different places there's a particular instance i remember hearing about when they went to russia uh before the cold war ended so behind the iron curtain and they sang for people and when they sang i am a child of god um people were weeping and feeling the spirit and weren't understanding you know they didn't understand the words but they understood the spirit um and i i thought maybe i could find that story real quick and instead i just came up with story after story after story of the young ambassador singing it here and touching lives and singing it here and touching lives. And it, it's just a song that touches people uh, in in ways that you can't explain without the spirit. Yeah. If you don't know, the, it's the BYU young ambassadors that he's talking about. They were like a singing and performing group that would yeah. go all over the world. I guess they still do probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, I feel like Naomi Randall was truly inspired. Oh, and for sure. She she didn't write many hymns, but she wrote one of the best ones. So, yeah. And I, I, I heard that Naomi Randall and Mildred Pettit weren't even living close to each other. Like one was in Utah and one was California. And so it was like, send me the words. And yeah. she wrote the music fairly quickly as well and sent it back. And Yeah, I'm not sure if they were actually friends or not. On some of the things I read, it said that they were friends, and on other ones, it indicated that, like, other people on the board knew her yeah. and told her to send it to her. That's what I had heard, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure if she they were actually, actually knew each other at all, but they probably knew Mildred Pettit because she'd been on the board and mm-hmm. she was musical. They were probably like, yeah. send like, it to oh, her. Yeah, send it to her. She'll And she she'll did get it, it back in, like, a week. So yeah. she is also inspired because the music is beautiful okay well speaking of which we're gonna sing i am a child of god i am a child of god and he has sent me here 
has given me an earthly home with parents kind and dear. Lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. Teach me all that I must do to live with him someday. I am a child of God, and so my needs are great. Help me to understand his words before it grows too late. Lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. Teach me all that I must do to live with him someday. I am a child of God, rich blessings are in store. If I but learn to do his will, I'll live with him once more. Lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. Teach me all that I must do to live with him someday. Well, friends, thank you for joining us today as we discussed the hymn, I Am a Child of God. As always, it's a joy to be with you and to discuss the hymns. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at knowinghim at gmail.com or leave us, leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash knowinghim. We'd love to hear what you think about the podcast and about the hymns. In the meantime, I hope you'll join us next week as we sing our way to knowing him. Thank you.